Hello, ladies and gentlemen of the internet. Welcome to another episode of the Null and Void podcast. Normally, our insanity is your hilarity, but today we have something special. That's right. Tis the season for holiday pleasing. You are listening to a Null and Void Trismas. As oh. always, I'm Aaron. Um, Tristan. Emmanuel. And Merry we are Christmas, Null. Everybody. Yes, we made it to the holiday special, folks. Uh, just a quick disclaimer. We all celebrate great Christmas, but we want to wish a uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate. Happy Boxing Day. This- happy Boxing Day. Yes. Happy KFC Day, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. To, to all my Japanese fellows. Yep. Whatever you celebrate in this time, we wish you all the best, even with how 2020 has been. But. We're not going to discuss. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Trist the season, everybody. Yeah, I've. Okay. What he said. I'm going to start this off by saying that the whole Christmas joke is not a joke. It's it's more of a. It's a lifestyle. It's literally a lifestyle. But um, I remember I, I was in the third grade. So I think I was about like age nine or something where I came up with the song. We wish you a Merry Christmas. And I, I had that like set for a long time, and then it was until a couple years ago I realized, oh my god, I can actually make an album out of this. So I did, and then yeah, I kind of scrapped it because it it did, I didn't like it. <laughs> it's just the evolution of sound. But then next year, Trista season, it's coming out next year, December twelfth, twenty twenty one. Trista season out in places. You check my Instagram story, you'll see it. <laughs> uh. As you can see, Tristan's very excited for this episode. Oh, I am, bro. As he should be. Uh, All right. So to start off, in recent years, ignoring all of 2020 because 2020, what's your favorite thing about the holiday season? I think it's mainly just spending time with – I mean, you always get to spend time with your family whenever you're home. But something about the holidays gives it more sentimentality. I don't know if that's a word. Yeah, it's a word. It, it okay. is, yeah. I guess the holidays brings more sentimentality when it comes to uh, spending time with family, like, you know, opening gifts or eating or singing songs in the karaoke. <clears throat> Queen and Bohemian Rhapsody. <clears throat> I love you guys. Sorry. Uh, I don't sing. But yeah, it's for me, it's the sentimental part of it. Emmanuel, what do you love about the holiday season? Well, not this year because... It didn't happen. Yeah, but basically, I usually go to Mexico. Not this year, though. But it's usually the same thing, like family and friends stuff. The gifts, not so much, because, you know, it doesn't really matter. But mainly hang out with family and friends. I'm going to get to that in a bit. But, like, uh, I think we all have a collective thought. It's spending time with family in a different Because something about the holidays and spending time with family feels so much different than any other occasion. Like you could have birthdays or any other type of get together, but the holidays just feel so much more special. Yeah. It's like, there's a certain magic to it. It's like all about like happy and like just being happy and the holidays, I guess I, I, for me, I'm personally a believer, you know, during holidays where you give gifts, it's more about giving than receiving in my opinion. Yeah. So I, I just think like seeing other people smile just makes me smile. That's good. This is true. Yeah. All right. With that said, let's move on to gifts. So to you guys, what would you consider to be the perfect holiday gift? Okay. I'm going to say this straight up because it has never happened. And I've been saying this for years. I just want somebody to buy me a box 
of Yu-Gi-Oh! or Pokemon cards. That's all I could ever want. And it's never happened. <laughs> That's never happened? And I'm still depressed about it. It has never that happened. That seems so no. strange. Oh, oh you. Emmanuel, you, you don't know what you're getting. You would think, you know what you would think it, 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 it happened already, but no, it has never happened. And it's like all I want. That's my perfect gift. Uh, all right. Tristan, your perfect gift? Uh, My perfect gift? Hmm. I've never really given it much thought because, like I said before, I, I, I like giving gifts. But if I were to receive a gift, I think, honestly, anything, to be honest. I'm, I'm a sucker for anything. All right. Let's talk about a certain holiday individual. I'm not going to say their name only because for the sake of the conversation, it's better that I don't spoil the surprise. The truth about a certain individual comes yeah. to light and that changes your whole uh, view on the holiday season as a whole. Yeah, and his initials are SC or for, for his privacy, we'll call him Stan. Yeah, we'll call him Stan. Yeah. Stan. Yeah, I think realizing that, you know, Stan may or may not be in existence, like, changes for us. Like, I mean, we went to, you know, Macy's Stanland and got a picture, you know, with Stan and like, what you want for Christmas. And then, like, you know, your parents get it to you. Yeah, it's like, I guess, I guess it's just like the notion that, like, like when you're a kid, it's like, it's all about receiving, but then, when you get older again it's like you you basically want to give more like you, it's it's more about the thought in giving a gift than it is of receiving one because it's like you know the like you may know the person that you've given you've given the gift to and it can have like super uh importance to them and mm-hmm. you know seeing that smile like I, again i'm i'm just i'm just re- being redundant again from like what i said previously but just like seeing the other person happy and what I've given them. And like, it sparks that like sense of nostalgia is just like beautiful. Yeah. I think the best way to describe it is once you grow up, you learn the truth about Stan, but yeah. without realizing it, you become Stan. Exactly. Yeah. We realized I became Stan like uh, many years back for, it was the first year I didn't ask for anything. I was just like, nah, I just don't really want anything. But I asked some people to help me get gifts for other people. So despite me not getting anything, I was still like happy and satisfied because I was able to give back things to the people I felt I wanted to give things to. So yeah, it's becoming Stan that I guess causes the, that's the end of your major change once you learn the truth about Stan. So, um, the reason I brought up Stan is because given the way 2020 has been in a year, Stan's place in the world has been up for question more than ever before. Like, I remember uh, I went to my sister recently and I was speaking with my nieces and they said Stan is dead. Wow. I mean, wow. As far as they know, he might be. They are six and five and they said Stan is dead. I mean, the real question is... No, 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 no. It, it, gets, it gets better. Uh, okay. I was on Twitter and I was like scrolling through uh, the people I follow. One of them posted uh, something. It, it was a news report that said Stan is immune. And it says <laughs> we should capture and research him to figure out how we can fix this. I'm, I, I second that. Yeah, that makes sense. If Stan's immune, we better freaking figure out how the heck that works. But still, but still, where's 
but still wear the mask, the even though that beard is Jesus. He needs to kind of trim that. Yeah. <laughs> Stan needs a mean shape up. <laughs> he needs a me yet. No, no, just just a, just a trim. You know, the, the beard is like kind of getting a lot, is like you know long in his chest, but depending on where his chest is. Um, I will say this: a slight <laughs> positive out of my nieces saying that Stan is dead is that in place of Stan, his wife will be delivering gifts this year, which is a good thing, honestly, because you know female empowerment and whatnot. But yeah, Stan's uh, existence has been up for question given this year. Yeah, I, I personally think I, I agree with what you saw on Twitter, man. We we we, we gotta find him. Man. We gotta find we gotta find Stan. He owes us. He owes us a lot. Oh yeah, yeah. That pony I wanted when I was four. I'm just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> my my box of Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Uh, my life, my life-size figure of Rainbow Dash. All right, I pose one question to you guys. Go ahead. What? I'm uh what was one gift that you you think about? Oh, the gift that like stands out the most. Yeah, that stands out the most, yeah. Okay. Uh Emmanuel, you go first. Um I don't know how old I was, but one year I got like two or three I think two Game Boy games. One of them was Edit and Eddie, <laughs> the other one I don't know. And I got a giant big ass Starscream because I love Transformers like I still kind of do I just don't buy them anymore and that was like for me like has forever stayed in my mind nice nice alright for me I remember this fondly it was uh, Christmas of either I think it was 2006 either 2006 or 2007 and I just got a whole spread of stuff but in this year this is the year I became a Pokemon fan like I was in a as yeah, I did. think I was in third or fourth grade, and uh, the friends at the time I had, uh, they got me into Pokemon. They were playing the games. I asked them uh, what game I should get. This was during uh, Gen 3, I believe, because they had, like, Ruby, Sapphire, and uh, Emerald. Emerald? Emerald? Yeah. Uh, Ruby, Sapphire, Emerald okay. was Gen 3, yeah. Yeah, so I asked them what games I should get. They just told me the next gen is uh, on its way, so you could just get one of those. Three of them were getting Diamond, and two of them were getting Pearl. So I asked for Christmas, hey, can I get Pokemon Pearl? And they were like, my parents were like, sure, we can do that. But the thing that stands out the most to me about this is I got a, a lot more Pokemon stuff than I expected. I had like a whole Pokemon Tower playset. There were a bunch of Pokemon figures. I had a, I fondly remember a Krogunk, a Pikachu. Oh, yes. I think I had an Ash and a Brock. I also remember like toys of all three of uh, the Sinnoh starters. But the thing that stands out the most is I got not only a Nintendo DS Lite with Pokemon Pearl, but I also got a Wii. Oh, what? You were uh, so lucky. Yeah, I was. Oh my God, dude. Home. I regarded that as the best Christmas of my life. Wow. You're not even an only child. What the no, I wasn't an only child. That was the thing. I like, know. Me and my sister yeah. had to share the Wii, and we did. And everyone in my family was out here playing Wii sports. Oh, yes. You goddamn right. Did you get up to playing against Matt? Hmm? Uh, yeah, I've beaten Matt. <laughs> Matt doesn't scare me. As you should, bro. As you should. <laughs> so I think one of the most uh, memorable, ge- memorable, memorable, English, memorable, memorable gifts um, that I received was um actually when I was like really young I was like about mm, this was 2003 it was December so yeah I just I I turned three two months ago and whenever 
Uh, one of my fondest memories of growing up was uh, my grandmother and my aunt taking care of me and watching Wheel of Fortune and like Wheel of Fortune Jeopardy, like always like that ABC primetime. Godspeed, sort of Alex Trebek. Godspeed, Alex Trebek. Um, and I, I guess like I was like super obsessed with Wheel of Fortune and I wanted like a mock wheel like you know, uh, just like an actual like spinning wheel and my dad actually like built one for me little did i know it was from santa but you know i was a kid so but yeah i remember because i i remember my grandma had it on on like a a, v, a vhs like we had like we bought like a converter and everything and um i when we watched it like the nostalgia just hit like i saw like the pure joy in my face when i saw the um when I saw the wheel, the wheel. Yeah, when I saw the wheel, like I was mesmerized. Mm. And then like a couple of months later, my dad had built like um uh like actually like stops on the wheel. So like it like you know like when like if you if like if you watch Wheel of Fortune, like when you spin the wheel you hear that that noise. Yeah. Yeah, like it he yep. he actually like fixed the wheel so it can make that noise and he had like, added like a pointer at the top as well. It's so wow. it was such a like a really fun memory. And then we we found it when we moved to the new apartment. The wheel? No, when we found like the new apartment. When we moved uh, to a new apartment, um, where we live, where I live now. <clears throat> I don't want to disclose that, but uh, I I had a thought about the wheel, and I for some reason I and then my dad was like, we were just going through their old their closet, and then we found the wheel, and the nostalgia just hit so badly, man. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about uh, putting varnish on it and making it like a coffee table, like um, just just put it like in a coffee table as a decoration. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. that would be the ultimate uh, uh, decoration for if we get that apartment together. Yeah, that would save us having to buy a coffee table, honestly. Yeah, no, it, it, it pretty it's much. not that huge actually. That's what she said, but it's it's big enough. That's what he said, but. Yeah, that that's like the fondest memory. And then like also like years later I got like a you know like those like I don't know if it's like uh those like you know the those like cable those like the the red what is it red, white and yellow cables. Yeah, I remember those. Like yeah. the moment I thought of my Wii, I remembered those cables. Yeah. Yeah, the input the input cables. cables. Yeah, so there was like a a home version of Wheel of Fortune that you can like plug into your TV and like the console is an actual like wheel and then it's like a Joy-Con to like uh, Joy-Con. It's like a joystick to like like pick <laughs> your letters and like to select and like get rid of. And it, it, it was I remember like opening that gift at midnight, and it was just pure fun. Like I I I was obsessed with Wheel of Fortune. Mm. And then like again two and then like two years after I got that gift, I was fortunate enough to be a audience member on my birthday for a taping of Wheel of Fortune. Nice. Yeah. All right. Uh... For the next thing, I basically want to keep this nostalgia train going. And I feel like if Tristan doesn't remember, Emmanuel most likely will. Do you remember when uh, cartoon channels had their whole like holiday setting for the entire month of December? Do you remember yeah. Cartoon Network's holiday rush? Uh, I think vaguely, yeah, like yeah. it was a bumper they had that was advertising all of their Christmas themed shows, and it was set to the sure, tune yeah. of a uh, choir of the bells, like Cartoon Network's Holiday Rush. 
Oh yeah, Aaron. It's a Carol of the Carol of the Carol of the Bells. I'm sorry. I think that's why I like that song so much because I remember that bumper so well. I remember it so well. I forgot it until you said it, but yeah, I remember. I think for me, the the one thing that screams Christmas is the Charlie Brown Christmas special. Definitely. Like, I have never seen that in my life. Oh my god, dude, you're missing out. Not not sure we need to educate you. you need to educate you, man. You need to watch it's it's. I mean, I, I, anything with Char- anything like Charlie Brown, like it's just it's it's funny, mm. in my opinion. And like, I'm not gonna spoil it because Emmanuel hasn't seen it. Might as well. You I gotta remember know. this uh, special is older than all of us put together, so yeah. us spoiling it isn't really much of a spoiler. That and Charlie Brown himself has like three holiday specials. Yeah, I think three. Because there's uh, the original one that we all know. There's one centered around um, Linus and Lucy's brother. I think his name is Rerun. Yeah, Rerun. About how he wants a dog for Christmas. And there was the third one, which was just a collection of other shorts altogether. Wasn't there? Wasn't the other one about like Snoopy's? I think it was a cousin. I think or something. I no. I think Snoopy's cousin was involved in the uh, Rerun one. Oh. Yeah, I'm gonna be completely honest. I've seen none of those. <laughs> So I don't know what you're we'll talking about. We'll educate you eventually. I don't want you to. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think, the, yeah, the one thing that screams holidays to me, at least for like post Thanksgiving into Christmas is the Charlie Brown Christmas special. I, Whenever it's like appears on like ABC at like eight o'clock after Wheel of Fortune, I'm just like, oh, yes, I'm watching this. Like I stop everything I'm doing and I'm just like watching it. That's how you know Tristan's well-versed in it. He knows the exact moment it comes on. <laughs> he knows the timeline. Yeah, it's it's only an hour, you know. It's after, it's after Wheel of Fortune, man. After solving those puzzles, you got to chill. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, you do got to chill. Charlie Brown's a good way to chill out after you've watched Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, it's, it, it, it's, it's a great thing. Um, also, for me, I think also watching the Polar Express. I've never actually seen the Polar Express. Really? Really, really, I haven't. That's surprising. You, I mean, at least do you know one of the memes that came with the movie? Oh, what Tokyo Drift, Drift Trade? No, 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 yeah. Emmanuel. I think you know what I'm talking about. There are lots oh, of names. Oh, please don't so... tell me you're talking about Mo Bamba and Sickle Mode. Yeah, no, I don't know. It, it's a part of that. It's a part of that. When, when those when those came out, when those two songs came out, but. <laughs> You know, like I forgot his name, but the kid with the glasses and how he turns around. Yeah, yeah. yeah that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, it's like I remember the Polar Express is like a. I I I like it. Yeah. Like I also read the book like when I was a kid, so I read both both the book and the movie. Since we talked about it, though, we mainly focused on like Charlie Brown and the Peanuts. Let's get into holiday specials as a whole. Okay. So mm-hmm. what's a holiday special? I think Tristan just answered this for us in his whole like segment about it. But what's a holiday special that stands out the most to you when you think about Christmas? Grandma got run over by a reindeer. <laughs> See, now, I want to be disturbed by that. But given that's the direct title, I can't. Yep. Yeah. And I've seen the special, so I know what happens. And I can't sit here and say, oh, God, that's terrible. He did, in fact, run her run her over. So you know, one way or another. Yeah. Um, I think another one for me is the Rockefeller Center tree lighting. Yeah, the the, the tree lighting is when you when you watch it, it's just like, wow, the tree actually looks nice. 
yeah. especially this year's tree. I mean, I didn't Jeez. see this. Oh, oh, you should you should have seen the so pictures of the tree before, like when it like arrived at Rockefeller Center. I did. It looked, it depressing. looked so bad, but then, like when I saw on TV the the thing actually being lit, not like you know, yeah, lit. When it was like you know being lit, um, it actually looked so much better, and I was just like, huh. In, in, in accordance with their light show, which is actually with with the Saks Fifth Avenue light show, which is so awesome, I can imagine the. It is. So what you're there. saying is that tree had a major glow up. Literally and physically, yeah. <laughs> yeah, good, good makeup. But yeah, uh, for me also, it's the the tree lighting at Rockefeller. All right. Uh, for me, I can't really think of a holiday special that stands out the most. For me, I just kind of think about all the cartoons I grew up on and whether or not those have holiday specials. And I just kind of remember. Oh, yeah. Ed, Ed and Eddie. Ed and Eddie's was very, very uh, funny enough. Meta. No, not a Tem, not the Pharaoh, but like, yeah, not me. It kind of goes into what we were saying earlier about giving versus receiving. So, you know, yeah. the ending happens and uh, Eddie completely screws that notion over because Eddie you, you gotta get those jawbreakers. I, I haven't seen them, and I'm I, I know I'm missing out. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. uh, I just think about especially like uh Cartoon Network's uh holiday specials. Those were on something else. Like, do you remember Emmanuel? Do you remember the Kids Next Door holiday special? Where they had the I do. Yeah, X-Men? that was amazing. Yep, <laughs> they freaking out a Wolverine, and his bones were made of candy canes. Yep, that, was that was hilarious. Amazing. Did Chowder ever do a Christmas special? Yes, Chowder had a Christmas special. What's another one? I remember Jimmy Neutron's Christmas special as well because it was the. It's probably the weirdest one to me. All I want for Christmas is to be with Jimmy's mom under the mistletoe. You would not surprise me if Carl said that. I don't remember. Yeah, I feel. I feel like he actually said that. I I don't. I don't don't even remember. But you know, I had to bring up the Carl Weezer impression. Basically, it combines like uh, all the myths around Stan. Like Jimmy doesn't believe in Stan, all because yeah, all because of an altercation that happened when he was young. Basically, Stan didn't give him the gift he asked for, so he stopped believing in him. Then they went to go find Stan. They found Stan. They hurt Stan, so they had to go um, do his job for him while he's healing. But then, because you know, mm-hmm. Christmas special, Stan shows up at the last minute. And I think the thing that's that uh, I remember the most from that special is that Stan had a brain blast, and it was a bunch of holiday stuff. Uh, I don't even remember any other Christmas specials, honestly. Yeah. Uh, the last one, I'm, the last two I'm going to mention because I'm going to mention them back to back are SpongeBob's first holiday special, and that too. also the other one that stands out to me is probably the Fairly Odd Parents one because. It did the thing that probably every kid wanted. They wanted it to be Christmas every day. Yep. Uh, imagine Christmas being every day. It would lose its luster after a while. Yeah. After day yeah. three, you're just kind of done of it. You're just kind of tired. You want to move on to something else. Oh, I remember another, actually, another mm-hmm. Christmas special that just like popped into my mind since we're talking about Nickelodeon. Um, mm-hmm. It was a. It was um, one of the Blues Clues. Christmas specials, um, but yeah. So in, uh, I don't want to spoil much of it, but basically it was like the story of how Steve met Blue, and like, um, 
Mr. Salt and Mrs. Pepper found like a tape of it and they played it for Steve's brother, Joe and everybody in the house. So like, you know, the soap, the pep, Mr. Mr. Slippery soap. I think the guy's dude's name was like slippery soap, tickety talk, the clock side table door. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I remember that and it was just so wholesome. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I was, I was like super into blues clues when I was like two. Blues Clues actually came back. They got a whole reboot of it. Yeah, I saw it. It's so great. I I I watched like the first like the moment the first episode came out, I watched it and I'm just like, "Yes, this is it. This is this is the reboot every like everybody born like 2000 plus or even before like once." Yeah. I imagine people were skeptical of it cuz, you know, reboots, but yeah, and, yeah. yeah. They, they made they made blue they made blue into 4K or whatever quality or what, 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 whatever quality CGI is. not CGI just green screens are but or technically it's a blue screen no pun intended yeah but I nice yeah I I just like the Blue's Clues reboot and they did a Christmas they actually did a Christmas special for the reboot I haven't watched it yet maybe the next episode I'll talk about it maybe but I've seen a clip of it and. Uh, the clip I think Nickelodeon shows shows Steve and Joe returning. Like and OG Steve and Joe? OG Steve and Joe. Wow. Yeah. And it's like, like well, now Steven Burns, the the guy who plays Steve, he's like, he, he went bald like after the show. Mm-hmm. Like after he left. So he he covers his baldness with a Santa hat. <laughs> As you do. As you wow. Do. Yeah. As you do. And like he wears yep. glasses now, so. So yeah, the Blue Clues Christmas special. Probably next episode, I'll give a. We'll, pro- we'll probably start with my review of the, the Christmas uh, from the reboot, the Christmas episode from the reboot. Yeah, it's called like Blue Clues and You now. I think. Yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah. All right. I think it would be criminal if we talked about Christmas specials and never brought up how the Grinch stole Christmas. Oh. Uh, oh yeah. I mean, technically, Fair wouldn't enough. that be a movie, not a special? I guess it started as a special. There are two movies based off the special. And I mean, like the animated one, is that isn't that more of like a movie than a special? No, it's a special. Really? Yeah. I don't know. Actually, speaking about the Grinch, this is a thing that only applies to me because I went to Xavier. But every like the last day before like Christmas break at Xavier, the principal would read us how the Grinch like stole the Christmas. intercom or something. No, no, like oh, like, like in church, like a ceremony, like yeah. Yeah, like we have like a like a church, like a yeah, a mass. I'm not a religious person, and uh, he would just like read the whole thing, and then somebody dressed up as a Grinch wow. would walk in. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. I think I remember that a little bit too. Yeah. But uh, there are three versions of the Grinch. There's the original animated special, which was actually done by the same person who did the Looney Tunes. Like really? The OG, yeah, the OG Looney Tunes. It was the same person. I don't remember his name at the moment, but it was him. <laughs> Wow. Uh, there's the live action movie with Jim Carrey. That's the one I think of, like when I think of it, like besides the animated one. And that is the yeah. There was the most That's recent crazy. one done by Illumination. Illumination. Yes. So, and let's just say, it in terms of just a general reaction and appeal, the it's all over the board. Like people love the animated version. There's a complete divisive mm-hmm. uh, view over the Jim Carrey version. Like, if you grew up with it, you probably oh, yeah. like it more. But if you just 
watched it right where it was. Like, uh, if you were to watch it now, you probably wouldn't like it as much. And, yeah. No, I like and it. you grew up on it. You remember. You got damn I don't think I've ever finished it. That's what well, I don't remember ever watching it from the beginning. I always, like, remember specific moments, but I don't think I've seen it, like, front to back. That's also what he, that's what he said. Um, I... I, pers- I personally am more acquainted with the animated version just because that's the one I've seen more times than the Jim Carrey. Same. Than the Jim Carrey one. Oh crap! Like, I mean, I mean, when if I ever like stumble upon the the Jim Carrey version, I'll definitely give it a whirl and you know, give it its chance before I be, uh, criticize it. Yeah, I gotta do the same. But uh, then there's the Illumination one, and people hate the Illumination one. Where did it come out? I never even heard of it. Same. That's how like I know it is to me. Hold on, I feel like I heard about it. Yeah, the Illumination made a version of the Grinch, and see now the reason I've looked at reasons why people hate oh, it. It's just called the Grinch. Yeah, it's just called the Grinch. Not even how the Grinch stole Christmas, just the Grinch. But it's basically the same storyline. And Benedict Cumberbatch played the Grinch. Yeah, the Grinch was played by Doctor Strange. Yeah, I was about to say, like, Doctor Strange and the Grinch. Yeah. It's great roles. Yeah, but, like, again, people are very dismissive of the animated version only because it just feels very mundane. I feel like it, it's, a li- I feel like it's like, repetitive in a way. In a way, it is. It does do some slightly new stuff. Like, it tries to give the Grinch an origin again. Yeah, it's like the Jim Carrey version. That too. his own lore. Yep, and the Grinch extended universe. <laughs> See now, Illumination has the rights to two Doctor Seuss movies, so that's very possible. They already did the Lorax, and they say, isn't, it, isn't it like the Lorax as well? Yeah. So the big question is, who's next on the docket? The Cat in the Hat? Probably. That's very He's possible. Uh, yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, another holiday thing. You know what happens when December first hit? December first hits. Mariah Carey stonks just goes up, man. What's the, one, what's the one Christmas song that's not Mariah Carey's "All I Want for Christmas Is You" that you think about? Your mean one, Mr. Grinch. Topic. Um, yeah. I have a lot of songs that are actually stuck in my head. Uh, I said earlier that I have this strange relationship with Carol of the Bells. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just think like general Christmas songs, like Jingle Bells and whatnot. Those are the ones that come to my mind immediately. I think for me, um, the one thing that like actually the one song I actually really like singing during the holidays is Oh Holy Night. Mm. I don't know. It's uh, Oh Holy Night. The stars are brightly shining. It is the night of our dear Savior's birth. See now, you said Holy Night, yeah, and I immediately one. thought of Silent Night. Yeah, no, it's it, it's different. By the way, it's on a Merry Christmas Same. too. Same. Uh, <laughs> shameless self promotion. <laughs> shameless. Yeah, I, I got no shame in it. But um, <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, Holy Night and Silent Night are actually two of my uh, favorite Christmas songs to listen to during the holidays. Emmanuel, do you have a song for the holidays that comes to your mind that isn't Mariah Carey? Not at all. And there's actually a really nice rendition of Silent Night. Uh, it's a, it, it, There's like this really large organ in a mall in a Macy's, I think, in Pennsylvania. Mm. 
and it has like seven layers mm-hmm. and it just sounds so mellow. Like you can hear like the ambience from the mall while still listening to like the piece. Mm-hmm. Like you get both the sound of the organ and the ambience from the mall, which is just insane. Nice. That is kind of crazy. That, that's the Chris. The, that's my Christmas. That's my Christmas song. Besides Mariah Carey, sorry, we love you. We we love you, Mariah. I'm that's my saying. Christmas you know, song. your stonks go up just once December first pops up. But you know, you got some other good songs too. I can't name them off the top of my head just because I'm 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 not an avid Mariah same, listener. Same. I I'm cannot not, like cussing out any fans or anything. I just don't listen to Mariah as much as I do with other bands like Queen or the Beatles. I feel like the only other Mariah Carey song most people could think of on the spot is "We Belong Together." Oh my God! Don't don't get me started with that song, man, dude. I they played that at my they played that as a, like the last song at my prom. Uh, I don't even want to remember that. I just remember that being thrown in the middle, and I uh, danced with a girl who only after we graduated that I learned how to think for me. So I'm like, wow. Oh, it really be like that, man. It do be yeah. like that sometimes. <laughs> Aaron, when when we see each other again, I will give you a socially distanced pat on the back in sympathy. <laughs> I, I, I I will use like you know those back scratchers that you that you see in like Chinatown, and I'll use yeah. that like tap you on your soul, <laughs> shoulder as your shoulder your shoulder as a sympathy oh, yes. tap. That's what she said. Last one. Christmas food. What what is the some what is one thing that you always have on Christmas? Honestly, I can't really think of anything. Mm. To me, like. Christmas food is just like second yeah, me, round me neither, of Thanksgiving actually. food. I mean, for me, for like our much, family, yeah. like my family at least, we don't do turkey on Thanksgiving. We don't do turkey on Christmas. We, 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 we do ham. Me neither. Yeah. And Ugh. that ham. No, we do ham and mashed potatoes. Yes, with gravy. But yeah, for me, it's ham and mashed potatoes. Uh, What about you guys? I'm not sure. I'm trying to. I'm having a hard time remembering. I already said like uh, hmm. anything we had for like Thanksgiving is most likely just going to show up again for Christmas. So if I were to just name things that came into Thanksgiving, oh, leftovers be, version E, but huh? better. Left, leftovers version E, but better. No, it's not really leftovers. It's like new food cooked once again because we oh. most likely ate everything from Thanksgiving already. So it's like a. Baked mac and cheese, candy yams, chicken, bani, uh, rice and beans. Wait, that's pretty good. Does the mac and cheese have breadcrumbs on it? I think so. Yeah, I'm gonna say yes. Oh yeah, man. But yeah, I don't really have a go-to. There's no different food when th- when Christmas shows up. When thanks Christmas, thanks Christmas. Thanks, Miss. That's what PewDiePie. Thanks doing. Christmas. Yep. Oh yeah. Pearls. Yep, you did. What about you, Emmanuel? I still don't know. I don't remember. I think it's just random, like every. What, year. What's about like one dish that you like? You like, you like sometimes. Like, sometimes pirin, sometimes uh, I don't know, like uh, some sort of like, it's like a like a weird salad thing with apples and like raisins and like cream. Like it's pretty good. Ooh, that sounds nice. Oh, so yeah, uh, I I forgot to mention. So now that we're like on the topic of food, Sprite cranberries. Um, the story is, well, I'll, I'll I'll give a background and then get into the story. So when Sprite came out with their commercial, uh, feature was it? Dra- I think Dram and LeBron, right? Yeah. 
Yes. Yes. I, I got addicted to that commercial whenever I saw it. Like the first time I saw it, like I need to find this on YouTube and just like listen to it every day. And then, and then like we, <laughs> and then like, um, shout out to uh, Vic at the shop Inc. But, uh, and he used to have cans of Sprite Cranberry during the holidays at his shop. And Aaron and I jokingly did a video of me lip syncing before TikTok jokingly. after musically lip syncing to uh, want a Sprite Cranberry. And it was hilarious. Like <laughs> it, the moment after we filmed, Aaron and I just couldn't stop laughing. Like we, we, we literally did it in front of a, in front of a police precinct. And thank God we did not get arrested. Cause that would, what would we get arrested for? And then, okay. So relaying the story back, um, a couple of weeks ago, the three of us hung out with one of Emmanuel's friends and we were all, you know, tested for COVID, tested negative, you know, and like, you know, we wore masks. We all took precautions and everything. And then Aaron comes with two bags. Uh, he comes with a bag and it has stuff in it. I'm guessing cards. And then mm-hmm. he comes with a knapsack and I'm just like, Emmanuel and I were thinking, huh, what is in this knapsack? Yeah, it was heavy. It so was heavy. We, I, I, it like, was heavy. I didn't get to like, yeah. weigh it. And I was just like, Emmanuel said it was heavy. So I'm just like, hmm, what could it be? And then like, I'm sitting down at a table playing a, a card game. And then next thing you know, Aaron pulls out not one, not two, not three, but four Sprite, cran- <laughs> Sprite Cranberry. And I'm just sitting there hysterically laughing like, what the hell, dude? How do you, you have four Sprite Cranberries in your in your bag? And you, you give one all to all of us. Like, oh, hell yeah, dude. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a simp for, for, for um, Sprite Cranberries. Here's how it played out, though. <laughs> Like Tristan was teaching me how to play the Pokemon card game. Like after we were done, I was uh, jokingly going on my phone, thinking I was going to show him something else. But really, I just pulled up the the Sprite Cranberry ad, and as it was playing, I pulled it out of my bag and synced it up perfectly to LeBron's line. I was like, "One Sprite, Sprite Cranberry." cranberry. <laughs> and then, like, yeah, Aaron pulled out one, and I was nice, just like, "Oh, nice. dude, thanks, man, dude." Like, "Oh, yeah, let me drink it." Next thing, he pulls out three more, and I'm just. <laughs> Um, I appreciate it. The thing was, I moved on to like uh, Tristan was playing uh, someone else in I think Yu Gi Oh at the time. Yeah. And I went to go see uh, Emmanuel and his friend Maloof. We were they were playing Yu-Gi-Oh! and they just took a break. So I played the song again and pulled out two Sprite, Sprite cranberries. <laughs> and then I just go off like maniac- maniacally laughing while like still concentrating on the game. I'm like, eh? Like, oh, and, to wrap it all up, and to wrap it all up, I pull out the last one for myself. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, that, that that that's our Sprite Cranberry story. I feel like there's gonna be more like in the future when it comes to Sprite Cranberry. Oh, Especially during this time because oh, I'm still gonna find a two liter uh-huh. and buy every single one that the store has in stock just I saw a two liter recently. Oh crap, dude. You should have told me. I could I could have went. I don't remember where, that's why. I oh, that's, don't recently but yeah that's our sprite cranberry story and that's where we ended off everybody stay safe happy holidays merry christmas happy kwanzaa happy hanukkah i know it passed happy boxing day happy new year's happy Happy holidays stay safe everybody 
Thank you all for listening to the Null and Void podcast, our very first holiday special, a Null and Void Christmas. We've been Team Null. I'm Aaron. I'm Tristan. Emmanuel. We'll see you guys next time, either for our New Year special, and even if we don't have one, Happy New Year, stay safe, and we'll catch you all in 2021. Peace, love, hair grease.